What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth, and as you can see, it's just me. This week is kind of fucked. We got a lot of episodes coming out, so this is going to be short and sweet. I just, as of like five minutes ago, beat Final Fantasy X, so I will be able to talk about that in full detail uh, very soon within the next two days for Game of the Month, which reminds me to let you know that our game of the month for this month is Final Fantasy X, so make sure to play that, come back in the next two days. We'll be talking about that in our games on PlayStation Plus for Plus Club, our Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo. Chevy got around to beating uh, Detroit Become Human uh, within like a day, so he did that very quickly. So we will be having full conversations in the next two days for Plus Club and Game of the Month, so make sure to come back for those. Uh, that's the reason why this week is all fucked up um but uh but we're we're getting the content out uh we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and uh we have discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all the time uh yeah so tasty tuesday real quick one we're gonna jump through three topics to talk about uh and uh yeah so first bit of news is um, for anyone who may have played it in the past, if you're old like me, uh, there was a game called Monster Rancher that was on the PlayStation. Uh, came out, I believe, in 1997. Well, apparently that is getting a re-release in Japan and possibly here uh, this year. It will be called Monster Farm, and there is not a whole lot of details on it, but uh, it is speculated that it will be coming out for PS4 or uh PC or mobile. Uh, according to Game Informer, which I have not heard that name in a long time, Koei Tecmo has announced it is re-releasing a new version of the original Monster Rancher, I almost said Hunter, called Monster Farm in Japan sometime this year. The company announced the news via the Japanese language Twitter account for Monster Rancher, created back in February, as well as a new teaser website. Despite the language barrier, you can pretty much get a gist of the news from the post. I'm looking at it right now. I, I don't get the gist from the post. Uh, Gematsu has some additional details via translation, though we still don't know much. The wording around this release points to it being a digital one, which means we may not see a physical version of this port, which would make sense to me. Uh, we're still missing some major sticking points for any re-release of the title, however. For one, we don't know which platforms it's coming out just yet. Uh... And additionally, one of the Monster Ranchers, or one of Monster Ranchers' major features when it released for the original PlayStation back in 1997 was the ability to temporarily swap the Monster Rancher game disc for another CD to generate a new monster, a functionality that may not be available in the re-release. In fact, I would be very uh very surprised if they brought that back. I don't think I don't think that uh I think there's a market for that. Um Let's see. A functionality that may not be available in the re-release or could be implemented in a new way. Plugging in a USB drive with MP3s on it comes to mind. Of course, we don't know whether it'll come out in the West at all. Um, yeah, so that is the news. Now, um, I actually owned this game way back in the fucking day on PlayStation. Uh, me and Chevy used to play all the time. We actually liked it a lot. It was kind of... Uh, Pokemon-esque in the sense that you were trying to catch them all. Uh, the only thing is, is you had to have... Um, CDs uh, that you put in and it would generate a monster, which was actually kind of a neat idea, especially back then. Even now, I think it's kind of a neat idea. Um, and then the game had a lot more going on when it came to like taking care of the animals and breeding them. It was less about the fight, even though you could do that as well. And 
yeah, there's a certain element of like um, trying to find the monsters via uh, the CDs and um, like looking up which CDs had what monsters. Because I mean, I remember like I think like one of the rare monsters was like on like a Hanson CD. I don't know if you guys remember that fucking band or not either. It's been a while. I'm dating myself here. But uh, overall, I think this is really interesting because I've been wondering if this game was ever going to come back. Um, is there room for it? Is there a demographic for it? I think there could be, but the whole niche of this game was the CD aspect. So without that, I don't know if you'd be getting much out of this brand outside of just a cash grab on people who are familiar with it. They are changing the name though to Monster Farm. So, uh, obviously embracing, like I said earlier, the aspect of taking care of the monsters, breeding them and, uh, kind of, you know, doing the whole farming aspect of it but um i feel like this game would need still some kind of interesting way to capture or get these monsters um through some kind of means that's uh more so than just walking around and finding them in game so i'd be very curious to see what they do as for what i think um when it comes to what it'd be coming out on i think mobile like on your phone is a pretty safe bet specifically if they were going to take a route of using mp3s which I still think almost seems unlikely, even though that's probably what they should do if they're going to go this route. I don't know what they're going to do, but um, it would seem like that'd be the better route. I mean, unless they connect to your fucking Spotify. I don't know the hell the hell, the hell that would work. Everyone's streaming music nowadays. It's such a weird thing to see this game potentially coming back. And again, this may only be coming out in Japan, but I thought it was interesting enough because this is a old franchise that pretty much has disappeared. So the idea of it coming back um, in any capacity um, is definitely worth taking note of. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of hope to see it come back in like an interesting way and in a way that might come here and uh, utilize some kind of uh, data to create monsters. I think it'd be a neat um, uh, game to have in like 2019. We don't really have a whole lot of games like that. Uh, yeah, so pretty cool all around. We'll see where it goes. Uh, let me know in the comments. Did you play Monster Rancher back in the day? Have you heard of it? Um, have you not? Does it sound interesting? Does it not sound interesting? What do you think about Monster Farm? Is that, does that sound like a game you would play? Uh, what do you think it's going to come out on? Uh, I think it's going to come out on console, out on your phone. Um, and uh, how do you think they will handle the acquisition of monsters in game? Do you think they'll try and keep it traditional and have some kind of um, external data that will create monsters? Or do you think they'll do it all in game? Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Monster Farm in the comments below. It's a very quick and easy um, news article to go through. Second bit of news is, uh, well, Control's coming out soon. We've talked recently about how Remedy uh, may be making an Alan Wake 2, and uh, so far I've heard nothing but good things. People want it, and it's great to hear because I'm a huge Alan Wake fan. But before we get that far ahead, uh, Control is still coming out. It's their newest game, a uh, game I know nothing about, uh, but everything I see on it looks awesome. Now, just so you guys know, I'm a big Remedy fan. Everything they've made, I think, is fucking awesome. Some much better than others. Um, I'll let you guess. And... Uh, yeah, I've been a real big fan of them ever since I played Max Payne, and I pretty much always give them a shot no matter what they make because I'm always pleasantly surprised with uh, how much they put emphasis on third-person action, um, interesting mechanics, 
inventive mechanics in my opinion and uh narrative and story um emphasis they always do a great job with that in my opinion as well i think alan wake is their best game uh in my opinion and uh yeah i'm really excited for control now with that control is coming out very soon i believe in august i hope this video will tell us uh but this is the story trailer they're finally releasing something that might elaborate a bit on what this crazy looking game is uh for anyone who's familiar they've shown a uh, couple videos for control and all we see is some really interesting almost real uh world meets futuristic obelisk-esque sci-fi environments and some psychic, it seems, elements with like transforming guns and stuff. So it's been kind of trippy. So hopefully this video will shed some light on that. Um, yeah, I think I pretty much said what I need to say before going into this. I'm excited for this game. I'll be picking it up unless this unless this trailer right here is so fucking bad. I'm just like, okay, I was wrong about everything in my life. I'm going to fucking throw out the window and forget about it. But I doubt that's going to happen. So we're going to watch this. I'll give you my impressions of it. And uh, yeah. We're gonna jump into it in three, two, one, and go. Control story trailer, PS4. I'd like to tell you about a dream I had last night. Tell me all about it. In my dream, the hiss had broken free of this prison, this house. At first, Many people thought it was horrifying. But also, many people wanted to welcome the hiss in. <laughs> Funny. That guy seems very normal on top of things. I love the visuals. There's a really cool vibe to it. I really like the music as well. On and that's all I can remember of that dream. I love that there's almost a horror vibe to this as well. This is an ordinary song about an ordinary girl from an ordinary. Alright, so August 27th, right around the corner. That was a story trailer that I didn't get much story out of. Uh, apparently, you have a crazy guy who had a dream and uh, some trippy shit. So, I don't think they really elaborated on much. Let me know in the comments if you know something I don't. Without spoilers, if you somehow are in, an insider and you know some shit, I, I don't want to know about that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, again, this game, every time I see it, looks awesome. Um, I love the dark um atmosphere to it the almost horror-esque um cerebral horror aspect to it kind of reminds me of that one fucking movie from back in the day um i can't remember the name of it doesn't matter but um maybe uh, fuck what's her name ah, i can't remember the name of it anyway it's uh it has a similar style to that but um but yeah, I want to know what the story is going on here. Hopefully, uh, when I play it, it's uh, it's a little more straightforward than that. Um, but uh, but yeah, love the style, love the the music, love the atmosphere. 
Uh, love what they're doing here. I kind of dig that they're not really sh- like telling you much about this. I feel like most of their games, um, they give you a little bit more, even though I think they're pretty secretive. Like Alan Wake, they weren't really necessarily telling you much about that either. Um, Quantum Break, they're pretty like, this is what it is, and you played it. So, But uh, yeah, I'm really excited for uh, I don't know what, um, but uh, it's looking cool. So pretty excited to play that and i'm really hoping for an alan wake too um man that's a tough fucking one to talk about or react to uh let me know in the comments though what do you think about first off this story trailer um did you get anything out of it that i didn't get what do you think about the visuals um and uh do you think this game is going to be good are you excited for control you're not excited for control uh do you like remedy is there games that they've made that you are a fan of are you not a big fan of them and uh, if you haven't played Alan Wake, why not? Let me know in the comments below. And yeah. Uh, last bit of news. Man, this is flying by. Okay. Um, well, uh, recently, uh, talking to Respawn, it was brought up uh, that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order seems very similar to Sekiro. Uh, Respawn has apparently confirmed. Yeah, it is. Um, so via GameSpot, um, we're going to jump into this. So, uh, in case you somehow don't know, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a third person action, uh, Star Wars game coming out from Respawn Entertainment, the guys who made, um, Titanfall 1 and 2, uh, X Call of Duty devs. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into this, uh, though Star Wars Fallen Order as well or was well into development before the release of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is an interesting thing to know already. Respawn has confirmed its upcoming game is very similar to From Software's title. Fallen Order lead combat designer Jason D. Harris uh, takes comfort in that comparison. In quotes, he says, I thought it was pretty badass and a little comforting to know that you could make this type of game without a stamina bar, he said in an interview with Edge Magazine, according to WCCF Tech. They let you attack, they let you roll, they let you do all this for free, and then the AI will tell you if you're doing the correct thing. It just confirmed to us that you don't have to limit everything the player does, let them have a little more agency, and then let the AI give them a slap on the wrist or punch in the face. It was a positive thing for us to know there was a game that was similar to ours, very similar. So it's interesting that both games have been in development. This one's going to come out later, but they are kind of similar, but the same sense. And this is obviously just my opinion um, from software's been making games like Sekiro for a while. So obviously. Uh, continuing. The comparison to From Software's most recent game makes sense as Respawn turned to the studio's older games as inspiration to fall in order. I've been a huge fan, in quotes, I've been in huge, a huge fan from software. Uh, I've been a huge From Software fan since Kingsfield, Fallen Order game director Stig uh, Asmussen said. I mean, Kingsfield 2 is one of my favorite games ever. I've never played that. But it's not about you liking a game and trying to make that game yourself. It's more, what can we learn about what's fun about it? Excuse me. In our time... Uh, with the E3 2019 Fallen Order demo, we saw numerous mechanics and features inspired by From Software's games, including Checkpoint Idle to upgrade your uh, upgrade your abilities, the loss of all in-game currency upon death, and challenging but fair combat. See, that's interesting. I didn't know about the loss of in-game currency upon death. That's like right on the fucking nose. Because when I saw it, I was like, man, that game looks a lot like a From Software game. Um, so it's interesting. 
However, when it came to the traversal mechanics, Fallen Order took most of its inspiration from Metroid Prime, with Force Powers and Droid upgrades acting as a locking key mechanism for exploration. Metroid absolutely served as an inspiration for us, Fallen Order lead level designer Jeff Majors uh, told Gameformer. What the Metroid-style level design does for us is somewhat of a way give the player guided exploration, a ton of freedom within the world, but at the same time, we can deliver really handcrafted moments and really focus on moment-to-moment. So our Jedi, Jedi Jedi Fallen Order is scheduled to release on November 15th for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. So this is actually really interesting, and I say it a lot, but I think a lot of things are interesting. Um... So we have the direct comparisons to Sekiro, which I think a lot of people kind of saw, but I think it's also uh, more worth noting that it's just more of Soulsborne. A lot of these games have these similar systems. Sekiro didn't start that. It's just the current game. Um, the influence is obvious. When I watched it, it looked, it, I mean, a lot of people weren't even talking about it when they first showed off the game, which I thought was kind of weird, but like as soon as I saw the lock-on mechanic, and the slower combat of like dodging and like hitting and stuff while they're going to attack. It's the first thing I thought it was like, it looks like a From Software game almost. A couple things though, also worth noting in that though, is them talking about Metroid, which uh, I, did, I never thought about. I never made that uh, connection. So that's something I just was not on top of, but it makes sense. They're going to be giving you tools to uh, enhance your exploration, which again could be a From Software-esque thing as well as all those games typically have multiple paths that you open and lead to areas you'd been at before, which I always thought that level design is immaculate and amazing from from software. Uh, no one's been able to rival it yet. But again, that does kind of harken back to Metroid. So that's kind of an interesting take. And they pretty much confirmed it. So uh, that's really neat. Another thing I want to add as well is I see a lot of Uncharted in this game. From, and I guess you could say almost any third-person story-driven game that's on PlayStation. But uh, I think Uncharted really kind of made the standard for that, Last of Us, anything by Naughty Dog. So we're getting, essentially, a Star Wars game that is a Soulsborne, Metroidvania, Uncharted game. Um, and for me, you know, the reason I even want to talk about this is mostly I want to hear what you guys have to say about your opinions on this, because I've talked to quite a bit of people within the community and people outside the community about this game. Some people are really excited for it. A lot of people are pretty mad about it. And some people were pretty underwhelmed by this game, which I thought was kind of interesting because typically with Star Wars, that brand can sell you almost anything, it seems, or did seem for a while. And for me, when I saw it, I thought it looked really cool. Um... Was I blown away by it? Hell no. But uh, it did look pretty cool. And the idea of having like a fucking story-driven Star Wars game again, it's not just like an online shooter, was very cool. Very promising in my opinion. And getting that kind of uncharted storytelling quality, very promising, very cool. But then for them to have the balls to do something Soulsborne-esque, uh, something that's supposed to be a little more challenging in the combat sense... I think is really cool. It's going to change up the pace. It's not something that we're used to when it comes to Star Wars. In Star Wars games, you typically, you're shooting shit or you're uh, mashing mashing a button, swinging a lightsaber and hitting buttons to throw the lightsaber, force push, force pull, all that shit. Shoot lightning, which I'm not opposed to. I love that stuff. Give me a lightsaber in any game, I'll fucking play it. Um, some games even allowed you to use the right uh, analog to swing your lightsaber, which I kind of dug. Um, so 
I'm glad that they have their own idea and they're trying to do their own thing while being inspired by other people, which makes complete sense. So um, I'm looking forward to that. The Metroid part's interesting though, because I didn't think about that until now. And if that is a factor, it will be kind of cool to have something a little more, I'm gonna use the word again, but like cerebral uh, in a Star Wars game, which are typically, in my opinion, when it comes to gameplay, pretty straightforward. Having to get uh, you know upgrades, droids, whatever they're talking about specifically, and be able to access new areas in reference to like Metroid um, is unexpected, but also welcomed uh, for me, just because it sounds like there's going to be more methodical layers to this game than you would expect from a game like this, and I I think that's awesome. Um, so far, everything about this game is seeming to me more surprising. Than I, than I would assume. Um, but at the same time, when I watched it, I didn't really feel a whole lot of what they're talking about. So I'm hoping there's a lot to this game that we haven't seen yet. Something that can, that can get everybody excited for it because we deserve a good fucking Star Wars game. It's been so long since we've had one. And I'm hoping this will do it. I'm a big fan of Respawn. I think they're really inventive and uh, really smart and really uh, capable of making first and foremost fun gameplay and really... Um, Smart mechanics. Look at Apex Legends. Um, taking a tired John run for like five seconds, making it exciting again. Um, so yeah, all in all, really excited for this. Uh, I'm glad that they are not only confirming their inspiration, but also excited that people are drawing those parallels, those comparisons. Um, you know, some people will always go, oh, they're copying that and they're copying that. Everybody's copying everybody. That's kind of the fucking ecosystem. That's where the ideas gestate. That's where new ideas are born. That's where good ideas get better. And so um, I never, I never am like, oh, don't copy anybody. Like, no, no. Everybody take those ideas and make them better. So they have to take their own ideas back and make them better. So we keep getting better things and better things and better things. And I can be excited about the future of video games. So uh, <clears throat> quick little rant. Um yeah, so I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be awesome. I'm hoping we can see something gameplay-wise that will get us all excited for it. Let me know in the comments, what do you think about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Are you pretty meh about it? It seems to be a pretty general consensus. Uh, what do you think about the comparisons of Sekiro or Soulsborne games in general? What do you think about how they're going to do Metroid-esque exploration? And uh, all in all, are you excited for this game? Are you going to pick it up? Are you not going to pick it up? Are you still waiting to be wowed by it? What's your overall thoughts on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and everything I've talked about today? That's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming. So always thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. When I do these episodes by myself, my fucking throat dries out so bad. Normally with Chevy or Chris, I can take a break and just like listen to them talk and then butt in and interrupt them the whole time. Um, yeah, check me out on Twitch. Taste Senpai, all one word. Uh, streaming should be coming back to YouTube very soon. Ubisoft took that down over us covering them on, on uh, or at E3. So hopefully we'll be getting that back soon. Once we get YouTube streaming back, we'll be dual streaming and I'll be streaming here soon once I'm done with this month. This whole month has been very busy. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms, and we have a Discord link down below. Um, 
if you'd like to talk to us anytime, all time. My name's Seth, and until the next episode, we got Plus Club coming out tomorrow. We will be talking about Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo. And then we got Game of the Month, where we will be picking next month's Game of the Month at random, I believe. I don't think Chevy's picking yet. That's the month afterwards. And, uh, yeah, we'll be picking the new Game of the Month and talking about Final Fantasy X, a game I just beat and have a lot to say on. I have a lot to say on it. So uh, stay tuned for that. Until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.